Hello, everyone, and welcome to Review Queens. I'm Christine. I'm Victoria. And today we are on the top topic of Fractured. We're actually really excited about this one because it's our first show where we're only talking about one movie, like, together. Mm-hmm. Where we're not talking about, like, our personal favorites and our personal, you know... Likes. Likes and dislikes and just rankings and... Oh, spoiler alert. If you're watching this just to hear about it, we are going to spoil the whole entire movie. Spoil the shit out of it. <laughs> the whole shit. We're going to talk start to finish about what the movie's about, what we thought, how we felt. So, if you haven't watched it, it's a good movie. You should. Don't listen to it right now. Yeah, we'll forgive you. You can let us know this later. Um, so let's, let's get this rolling. I'm really excited about this. Um, I'm excited to kind of hear what you want to do and hear what you have to say about it. So, I think we should just map out the key points. The start of the movie is we are... Huge. You see a dad. Which is Sam Worthington. Yep. His name is Ray. Um, You see him kind of talking to himself. So at first you're kind of like, what's up with this dude? Like, is he talking to himself or is he talking to somebody else who we just didn't see yet? But then you kind of see that he has a wife and he has a daughter in the backseat. A beautiful daughter. so cute. Oh my God. Perry. Perry I love that periwinkle. She is the greatest little girl in the world. Um, she's in a yellow scarf. Rain- ja- it, I think she has coat? a yellow scarf, but she probably also has a yellow jacket. Yes, and her hair's in pigtails. So cute. <sighs> but basically, she runs out of batteries for her CD player, CD player or just cassette player, something musical in the backseat. So the dad ends up stopping for coffee, uh, stopping for gas. And we missed a big part. What I missed? They're arguing. Oh right. When right, the right, right, right. camera goes on to his wife, they start arguing about. I guess his, her family. They went to her family for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and something happened. They don't say what, but they I were late because I feel like it has something to do with his alcoholism. I think, so what you find out later on in the movie is that he was a recovering alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think what we kind of see is that he was late to her parents' house for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. because he was in a car accident with his first wife. So now he's just driving safe and slow because there's not anything else to happen to this family. Yes. Um. So when they stop at this gas station, the daughter has to go to the bathroom. Yep. Uh, they go inside and, you know, all he needs to do is get batteries, but instead he chooses to get alcohol and a soda for the wife. No, coffee. Um, he had to choose oh. two things. It was batteries oh. and coffee. Yeah. But he gets that alcoholism, what is it called? Like the, I need it, I want it, I need it right now. So he chooses, has to choose between Getting these batteries for his wife, his daughter, or alcohol. Mm-hmm. And he fails. Hardcore. Down the drain. Yeah. Don't go past go and collect $200. Right. So when the wife goes back inside because the daughter left something in the bathroom, the daughter ends up getting out of the car because the dad ended up spilling the coffee in the back. And... 
he's cleaning it up and all of a sudden she starts looking at this balloon in the distance starts walking towards it and then there's like a weird construction ditch going on or construction they're thing. like remodeling yeah i don't, I don't know, know. It's, it just it's just so like, creepy it's like a it's like a pit of concrete and it had those stupid poles yeah, those barb not barb poles. The poles that nobody likes. It's sticking out. Nobody. Why aren't they there? Why is there no construction people there right now? Right. We should have caution tape or whatever near it. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she ended up sees a dog. Yes, a dog ends up coming out of like hiding and starts walking toward her. Um, so the dad ends up seeing this and throws a rock at it to mm-hmm. like kind of distract it and move separately. But the daughter keeps moving back and ends up falling into this hole. The dad ends up trying to catch her, doesn't catch her, goes down the hole too. With her. Yep. Um, and then we come to to he's waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely hit his head somewhere. Um, his probably his head. Probably his head. His brain <laughs> is super fuzzy, and all you see while he's getting up is his wife is looking and screaming and yelling for him, but also trying to wake up their daughter. Yeah. So the daughter ends up what we see waking up. Mm-hmm. Um, and the mom is like, "We have to take her to a hospital." But right. there's this weird thing in between him getting up and looking at his wife. He closes his eyes, mm-hmm. blinks, and opens them. And I caught that when I first. I was I like, what is that? Yeah. And then... they So they end up bringing her to the hospital. Um, he gets... I don't know how to word this. So he basically is, like, begging the hospital staff to see his daughter. Mm-hmm. She hurt her head, and so did he. But, you know, he wants to see her first. Um, he's just being a good dad. Yes. And then he's in the, he gets called in and he goes to the insurance lady. But the hospital people are kind of weird. The hospital people are weird from the beginning. Um, he's yelling, he's like, well, here's my thing. When they walk into the hospital and I feel like if a hospital sees a little girl and the dad's like, yo, my daughter fell and she has a head trauma. But it was the emergency room. I guess. So, like... If she wasn't brought in by ambulance, I hate to say, it wasn't really getting seen. That's what I see. But they were super calm. They talked in a weird tone and was like, we'll get to you. Mm-hmm. So, fast forward, they get called in and they see the doctor. But the guy, actor who plays the doctor is kind of weird because he plays in... He plays in something Disney. Oh! Okay, let's go back to the Disney original channel movie. The doctor who plays in this plays in Don't Look Under the Bed as the dad. Are you talking about Stephen Tobolowski? Yes. Or Edra Endora? Well, definitely not Edra Endora because she's um, a lady. Yeah, Uh. but Stephen plays the dad Dr. Bertham. Yes. Oh, in the movie. He plays Dr. Bertham in this movie. Yes. And he plays the dad in Don't Look Under the Bed. I feel like he plays the dad in a lot of things. He a was, lot of he's things. He's been in so many. He was in like. Um, he was in Groundhog Day. Jeez, mm-hmm. he's been all around. But again, everyone. He was in Freaky Friday. He was in True. Memento and Deadwood. Everyone seemed too calm for my taste. Mm-hmm. Um, the creepiest thing that that doctor. One day at a time. That's what I was yes. thinking of. Sorry. 
I didn't mean to cut in. I just love Stephen Berlant's work. work uh, hold on. Stephen Tobolowski. Tobolowski. The weird thing that you get. So when they see the insurance person, they talk about if they have insurance. Um, they talk about his. They bring up his ex-wife. Mm-hmm. who died in a car accident. And then they bring up that he's a recovering alcoholic. Uh-huh. And then they ask if they have insurance. And if they want, here's the creepiest part, to put their daughter up for an organ donor. Organ, yeah, organ donation. Yes. And that's the creepiest thing. But, like, at this point in the movie, I was like, okay, like, maybe... Because, like, the whole plot of, like, the trailer that you watch for this movie is... Are they alive or not? If the True. mom and daughter are alive. Like, that's basically the whole but movie I feel for like figuring that out or not. Everything is about, should be about keeping the patient and the parent calm. And what parent wants to be like, oh, if your daughter dies, can we have her organ? But they do have to ask that. Like, think about all, have you ever watched Grey's Anatomy? You're right. You're right. So, like, okay. they have to ask, if you have a head injury and you know that you need surgery or, like, you might not make it out alive tonight, you have to ask if you're an organ donor. When I was sick last year and like they thought I was gonna die, they asked if I wanted to be an organ owner. I said yes. True. Um, did you see the creepy part in this? The whole movie was it was a little creepy. Um, I hated this movie. For for the insurance lady, you know when the insurance lady when he they were like you don't have insurance, like can I pay with cash? And she's like one minute, and then she goes out to a lady in the hallway who like looked like the same lady from the gas station. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. No, really? she did. I, they were probably played by the same actors. But you know what's like going on yes, in his head right now. Like he's definitely. not in his right mind. Well, I was watching it with my sister and my brother, and I was like, yo! And they were like, shh! And I was like, did you not see that? That's the lady from the gas station. And they're like, what? And I was like, I need like, to watch this. Don't know I was like, movies. I need to watch this with someone who like looks. We probably should watch our next movie together. Definitely. I feel like we should watch with Alyssa yeah, summer that's what I mean. midsummer. Uh, I can't go through I'm midsummer down. again. I really can't. If you want to watch midsummer together, you do it, but that mm. movie gave me anxiety. Okay. Um I cannot. We we're have doing spoiler well, alert, we're doing midsummer next time. Yes. I mean, I'm really down to watch midsummer because it's I think From you would I like heard, it. It was it, actually it's... based on the cult that my mom was in. What? Your mom was in a cult? Your yeah. mom was in a... Well, I knew she was in a cult, but she was, like, in that cult? She was in the Rainbow Family in the 60s. Yo! We should interview your mom. That'd Can we mom. interview your mom? She was born in the 60s. So, like, she was born... She was in the Rainbow Cult when my sister was, like, super young. So, like, in the 80s. Interesting. Rainbow Family. I am... I think it was Rainbow Family. Let me look that up. Rainbow Family. That is... That's a culty name. It is a culty name. Like, I love rainbows, oh, shit, they're but... they're still going? They're still there? The Rainbow Family of Living Lights, according to Wikipedia. Oh, I mean, I could ask my mom about it. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. That's I never crazy. knew anybody that was in a cult. I, I want to talk I mean, to people. I still don't know anybody because, like, she was out before I was born. But... Yeah. <laughs> right. That's crazy. <laughs> but pretty close. <laughs> See, this is why I want to be a reporter. I just want to solve unsolved mysteries. That's what I want to do in life, but I know I won't be able to. We're too. We're too. We're just. We're gonna go to places and be like, "Did you kill this person?" And they're please tell me. Like that's our. That's our end of. uh, (laughs) Sorry, we we can't. We don't need you. (laughs) Sorry. Nice. Okay. (laughs) See you later. I'll be at Disney World if you need me. Oh, you have a creepy basement. We don't need a. We don't need. (gasps) Oh, Oh, can we go on? 
Go. Okay, you go so first. my mom works as she, she has done work as um, a various types of specialists helping people with homelessness, drug addiction, blah blah, blah etc. Yeah. So she's gone into a lot of weird houses of people who need someone to go check on them all the time. She goes into this house for one of her clients who she goes into the basement. Is there and, a body? No, but <laughs> oh, maybe. There's a fridge <gasps> that's completely taped up shut. Okay. And the living room of the house has like trash bags taped up against the windows. And like I'm like, oh, so your client is a serial killer, is what yeah. you're telling me. And mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, he's fine. I'm like, mom, he's fine. Mom, that's what they always say. He's a fucking serial killer, or or he just has like the worst schizophrenia I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that's so scary. Which is like, she went into the house. Yeah, like when I was in group therapy, yeah. there was a kid there with schizophrenia who, like, his thing manifested as he would see demons and actual actually feel like his body was burning. Which fucking sucks. But like he was the sweetest kid ever, you know. He so, was sweet like, until you pissed him off. No, 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 no. Because he wasn't. He didn't think that he was a demon. He just saw the demon. Well, and but he also didn't think that he was like a demon hunter. So it's not like he had like violent ideation, like, ideation or whatever. So like he would just get these hallucinations. That's like, crazy. Yeah. I want to work with the kids. I yeah, that'd be cool. Girl, you need to go to college like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> yeah. I should have been. I would have been on some cool shit if I stayed in school. Right. Uh, I, I wish think I about it. My career. That's what I'm saying. Way more important. Than I wish there was like a one restart button. For real. One restart. You get one restart. I would go back to when I was 18. I went to have never dated Kevin. I would just have one. You know, I'd be like, no, I have school. That's. I would want to go back to before I started dating my ex. But can we just say that this restart button, because I know some people are particular, um, this restart button lets you keep the knowledge you already know. The memory. Yes. And the, yeah. So yeah, I would 100% go back to my junior year of college. I would go back to kindergarten, okay? I'm sorry. I would do just do everything over, not date the people that I date. Skip a bunch of grades. For real. Go to college while you're still young Young and full of hope. And freaking rule the world because I wouldn't... (laughs) Dating would not be on my mind because dating's trash. Um, I would be 24-7 school. And when I come back to the age I am now, I would be a CEO of some company. Just live in life. We should just we should all reset and then be like, okay, at this time, <gasps> meet there. Yeah, you better be in better places than you are now. We or we could just restart and hopefully be in. I think right, my yeah. life would be ten times better if I had you two in it no, just, when I was young. Listen, we can't just give away our screenplay ideas like this. I'm You're right. Edit all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Added it all out. Um, what part were we? Oh, we were on the hospital. So the same one as the gas station. Okay, but I'm gonna jump back to when that guy comes back. The creepy part is he has that light and he's shining it in her oh. eyes. The doctor, the Stephen Tubalowski yeah. guy. Okay. And he goes, "What pretty eyes." See, so like they're interacting with them. So you have to think that this guy is telling the truth. When well, we're not there yet, but. 
So basically what happens is they take their daughter and she needs to get a head, head scan. skin. So yes. she goes down and but she goes down to the basement. The well we don't know if it's the basement. The it's called LL lower level. Um so they said the doctor was like, "Dad, you know what? You wait in the lobby mm-hmm. and we'll bring out your daughter when we're done." Done. And, and he obviously goes. he sleeps for a while and he's like, "My daughter's still not there. Like where is my daughter?" But that blo- okay, never mind. So now that I know everything I know, at first, when I first watched it, and he was like, yo, my daughter's still in there. And she was, like, looking, and she was like, we have nobody underneath this if you want to write your name and stuff. And then she was like, she was nice, but I feel like she could have been more conscientious about things because she was still flirting with people Mm -hmm. while on the job. And she acted like she really didn't care. Right. Don't act like you don't flirt with people at work. I do flirt with people at Not in front of guests, but this girl was like, okay. So he's like, can you call down there? And she like called and she was like, hi, Brian. Yeah, I'm still here. Like, And then he was like, excuse me? And then she was like, yeah, do you have this patient? And then she was like, yeah, no, she's not there. Interesting. I just didn't like. Anyway, so she did that and then he gets enraged. And then, does he try to go into the... He's tried a few times, because obviously, like, if it's your husband, or, like, your daughter, or your wife, and they're not back yet, you're going to be nervous. You're going to be like, what is going on? What is happening? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. So, he tries to get back into the emergency room a few times. He succeeds, and, you know, they chase him. Does he succeed? Or he he got chased out. By the security guard. By the security guard. So once that happens, you know, he's like, I have to get back in there, blah, blah, blah. So he pretends to be a doctor. Yes. And he, like, runs around, then he gets oh. caught again, and then he... No, he doesn't become a doctor yet, Victoria. Um, he goes back with the security officer, and then he goes to see that Asian. Well, the nurse. she's the Asian Anna, nurse, yes, I know. They interview her with her. And she's like, yeah, I passed up his head. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But he's like, no, like, you met my daughter, like, blah, blah. And. Um, but then, so once he's out of the hospital, like, for, like, a second or third time, he sees a cop car. And he gets the cops involved. Well, doesn't he get incubated first? No. Yeah, he, like, throws a fit. Oh, well, that, and was, like, they... the, that was the first time where, like, he got caught. And yeah. then, like, but he went, he got caught, like, twice. But the first time he like gets intubated, they put they, him in a room like, and then like, he like puts himself and on steroids. The, yeah, to like can't. Oh, not out. steroids. That's, oh, I was that's not how any of caffeine. He no, puts it him, was the it was the venom. It was like that button thing. Yeah, uh, it had something that like makes you because they put something in him to make him go to sleep, right, and he didn't like want to, okay. so he got like this thing. And it was full of something. It's like an EpiPen kind yeah. of thing. But it would keep him awake. And he took three of them. And then he like breaks out. Well, I think the first one broke. It's like adrenaline. Yeah, but the first one broke so we didn't get yeah. it. And the second and third... Works, but okay. <laughs> I don't know. Second and third one he injected. And then he broke out of his room and walked out. I love him. <laughs> um, while he was walking out, he hid, and the security guard went back in. And that's when he saw the police car. Yeah, and, and they're like, like, look, they're hiding my family in there. I have the scarf to prove it. You gotta do something. Because the scarf is, like, 
was found underneath and the bed. bed. And so they bring him in and they're like, listen, this man has valid points, blah, blah, blah. Let's just see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And I think the security guards, the police were on top of it. I love them. Though. Yeah, no. And then a, sci- a psychiatrist, like, once he started talking to all the doctors and the nurses, mm-hmm. psychiatrist came down, like, why don't you tell me what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, just to see if he's, like, actually crazy. Which, and so he's like, well, we went to this gas station and blah, blah, blah. And they end up going, going there. Yeah, going to the gas station. So they look into the hole that the girl, the daughter fell into, Periwinkle. Mm-hmm. And they see that there's a lot more blood than the dad let but on. on. And then the psych uh, therapist person starts questioning. Yeah, and She's so do like, the cops. The yeah. cops are like, well... What the fuck was mm-hmm. going on? Because he also said that the one thing the mom and the daughter went to look into the bathroom that got lost with her makeup palette was mm-hmm. in the middle of the blood. Right. So, everything he was saying is now like, a lie in the cop's eyes. Yeah. But then at the end, you kind of realize why it was there. And it's, like, the worst. Um, so, let's fast... Not fast forward. So, while the therapist is questioning him and telling him that you did it, you killed them, you um, didn't think you did... But you did. Well, you might have had, like, something to do with the disappearance. Um, He looks on because the dog is barking, and he sees the dog from the original. So what he does is take matters into his own hand, and he... He locks up the police and the doctor. And the therapist, and drive to the hospital. Yeah. So this is where things get crazy, is he dresses up as a doctor... Um, oh, that's when he does it. He yeah. dresses up this time. I bad. Um, he tried not to get caught. And I feel like there was something valid about the way he, like, stopped in front of the baby. The baby window. I, he, like, looking through. Yeah. I didn't get anything from it, but I feel like that's a major part of something. It was, something. like, a plot point for him. Can we pause really quick? I'm right back. Sorry, I've been reading on the. Oh, there it goes. Um, no, that's still a bad thing. I, Yo, I, I, really I think good. it was really good. Out of all the movies that you see, with like, the, is it recording? The reviews. Oh, yes, okay. it is. Okay. So this is it. On your side. Um. Anyway, I, that, I liked it. I liked it too. I thought with all the movies that like where people like exist and don't exist, like Criminal Mind episodes and like stuff like that. Like I thought this was great. great. I thought that like the ending. I know we're not there yet, but I thought the ending was phenomenal. I it thought. Was, it was mind blowing because I, you yeah. see a certain thing. If you want to talk about the Criminal Minds episodes, like, can we just talk about the episode where the guy he has the thing where he can't visually recognize people, so they have to blindfold him to talk to his wife because if he sees her, he'll be convinced that she's like not real. Um, Maybe I, was like, I hope. Was am I like that? That might have been, been NCIS. I was talking like, about the episode where he turns everyone into like puppets. Do you remember that episode? With Criminal Minds. Oh, it's been a minute. Oh, it's so good. What about? So oh, good. that's not it. I never was. I didn't. I should start watching that. Criminal Minds. Yeah. Criminal Minds is pretty good. I wouldn't mind talking about Criminal Minds like season wise mm-hmm. on here. I still have to watch a few seasons to like catch up. But are you? It's been over. I know that the pretty one. I can't find season thirteen anywhere online. Apparently, you're just like we're super well adjusted because it's totally one of those shows that people watch. 
while they're like in a depression funk and they're like, oh, I guess I'm just gonna watch all of Criminal Minds. <laughs> That's <laughs> actually like, very true. I did watch that for my I never, I know that I need to schedule an appointment with my therapist if I'm watching Supernatural. Yo. <laughs> I haven't finished Supernatural. I think I'm season two. I didn't either. I we could talk about that. We can go to see the, the one and go on. The person on Earth who has finished Supernatural is Travis Knuckle. <laughs> my friend Sammy. He finished it. He's like super into supernatural. Him. Get him to a therapist immediately. Oh, he's never mind. I don't know if he's gonna listen to this, so I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> You're like, might as well keep my mouth shut. <laughs> oh he's a <laughs> anyway. Actually so he probably knows. He's super So he brings the cops to the pit. The cops to the oh, pit. Okay. We already did so... that. So he he brings them into the pit. They see that there's more blood than he's like letting on for just a head wound, like because her daughter only had a head wound, and then they see like a whole puddle puddle of blood. blood. Like what the fuck you doing, sir? Right. And then so then they kind of pull their guns on him and is like, what is going on? Like what's happening? But then he ends up stealing a gun and like kind of holds the therapist hostage. Mm-hmm. Brings her to the bathroom with all the other cops and like locks them in. And goes back to the hospital because is convinced that like they're there. They're there and something's happening to them. Mm-hmm. Um, he goes. He sees. We pass the baby part. Um, he sees the nurse. He passes her. She goes sign in. And while he's signing in, he sees the cop that was really mean to him and the that was guard. yeah the security guard. I was there. So he goes in to the elevator. The cop realizes it and they have a standoff. And But then they're like fighting in the elevator and then the dad, I mean the guy, Ray, kills the cop. Mm-hmm. Um he strangles him. And then he takes the keys and goes down to this you need a special key to go down to the lower, lower level. Which is creepy. Yeah. So um, they end up he ends up going into it and he sees like all these dead bodies, but he sees like organ organ Coolers, coolers. So now he's thinking that this hospital is killing people for their organs. Yeah. Those birds have a lot of. Birds <laughs> on that. Um, They're like, clearly you're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> There's no organs in there. Like, um, that's not how the medical field works. <laughs> so he sees the body. You see the guy that was like when he woke up. You saw the guy that said hi to him. That is now dead. He go keeps going down because he's following a person, and okay. now you see as he walks into this room, the first doctor that he talked to that told him that he's insane, digging into what you now see is his daughter, mm-hmm. um, and he panics. He holds the gun and tells everyone to step back, um, and then you also see that his wife is in a wheelchair in the back room. Just waiting to be killed. So he gets it. He, so he kind of assumes that this is all kind of like for organs. Organs. So yeah. he's gonna. They're gonna just take his wife and his daughter's organs, and he's flipping out now. So he points the gun at them, tells them not to move. They move back. He gets his wife. He pulls her out, and he puts the daughter and his wife, and pushes them out of the room. Right. And what happens? I forgot what happened. So once he's pushing them out of the room. After all of the medical people in that room are like dead or like are just like it blowed up. Yeah, something happened. Something like happened they grabbed him. He, he shot it. It blew up. 
And um, then he's walking out. And then he's out, out in the hallway, and he's, like, running, and he sees the doctor that, like, rolled them into the elevator, and he's mm-hmm. like, stay away from us, blah, 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 and he lets them go because he has a gun, blah, blah, blah. He shot him in the leg, though. He said something. He was and, like, you're yeah. mistaken. This is not. This is not what you think. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I can bring you to your wife and daughter. And he's like, this is my wife and daughter. Like, I have her right here. So he brings, he brings them to the car, and he. Drive the way. Yeah, he brings them to the car, and he starts driving away. And then, at this point, you're like, great. Great, he everything's family. Because, like, you don't really think twice because, like, he has it right there. Like, everyone in this wheelchair right now is his family. Like, it's... I'm rooting for him. I we was, were all rooting for him. I was so excited. Um, and then you find then, out. So, once you, like, start seeing what happened in the movie, he shows you that... In, the first thing they show you is the hospital and who he was pushing out of the hospital, which was a John Doe, at least to us. We're like, we don't know who he is, but he rolled him out of the hospital and he put him in his car. And you see him kind of, like, having kind of, like, a mini seizure in the back. Or, like, he's just struggling. He's dying. Yeah, he's dying. because He, he needed that work. They were probably in a major surgery. And he's just and like, I'm taking your patient. <laughs> That's my daughter. <laughs> um, and everyone's like, the fuck? But while you're doing that, you get flashbacks. Yeah, so while you're doing that, you start seeing, like, what happened at the hospital. Who he really is taking. Blah, blah, blah. Puts him in the car. But yeah. And then we're and then for a second, the viewer is kind of like... Okay, so they never existed. Like, this was all his, like, form of imagination. They probably died. Like, they were probably, like, his first wife. You know what I mean? And his the daughter. one that That's died? That's thought. Thing. Yeah. And, and then like, it goes... I was like, okay, like, okay, fine. And then it starts... Panning to the, the back trunk. trunk. And his wife and daughter are actually, uh, like, right there. In the back trunk. So, like, they existed at the beginning of the movie, but they didn't later on. So what you find out is the daughter died because she fell pretty hard and, like, she fell... Pretty far. And then you find out that when the wife was going to the daughter and she was screaming, she, she was, wanted to, like, psych him up and she was near him. And at She was that, just like, what did you do? You, like, you killed our daughter. Yeah. Like, like, as a mom should be. Like, I'm not, like, saying she was wrong. It's she just, was right. She she did everything she right, right as a mom who, like, lost her child. It was kind of like a Cedric Diggory, the dad moment, <laughs> where he's like, my son, um, my boy. And, like, you know, she's just, like, kind of freaking out that her daughter is, like, not responding. And at the beginning when I told you to that he did this weird eye blink. After the eye blink, he pushed the wife and she fell onto that the metal rod that they put in. She fell and the rod went it, like, into her head. Yeah, so like, she was instantly dead. It was like she was like a kebab. Yeah. <laughs> she was literally a kebab. And <laughs> that eye blink is I feel like I don't know if you did, but the eye blink I feel like was his brain restarting. It was kind of his brain just being like, Oh fuck. Like I killed my daughter, daughter again, and, and like I killed my wife, you know. So well less, like not even his wife yet, but no. like you know what I mean? Like His soon-to-be wife. Yeah. And it was like, let's just restart. So when after he blinks and unblinks, he actually, he didn't blink yet. So he takes his daughter's body and his wife's body, mm-hmm. puts them both in the trunk, and closes it, right. and goes to the hospital. At that point, they're only tending to him. So what? what's her name? Anne? Oh. The... The wife? No, the nurse. And... Hold on. Hold on. The I wife. made a mistake. And I looked up something else. <laughs> uh, I am the nurses? Yes. Her name is... It is not listed on the Wikipedia. Um, hold on. Shoot. 
She was like the Asian nurse, right? Yeah. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want you to think I'm racist. I didn't say that. <laughs> um, no, so the Asian fine. nurse um, was right at the beginning. They patched up his head. Anne. Anne. Yeah. Um, they patched up his head. They put a bandaid on it. And that's the only person they saw. And then we skip to, I guess, the downstairs. And like Victoria said, is when he was looking at the bodies, he saw that the the organs were taken out. That was a lie. The bodies were treatment. Yeah, Yeah, the bodies were fine. Nothing was taken out. They probably were dead body, but some of them, like with the boy, though, he was alive. So you don't know if he was alive because they were going to have surgery, or if he was alive enough just to take the organs. Organs. So. That happened. That kind of sucks, though, that you're alive and your organs are being taken out of you. That is true. And then we go into the operating room, and we see that they're doing that major surgery on that one person that he thinks is his daughter. And they're freaking out because now I feel like they knew all along Mm -hmm. that this guy was clinically insane. I think they knew that he was, like... Special. Yeah, not... Special. I would say that he knew that they had some, that he had a head injury. Mm-hmm. Usually what you can find out for any, any head injury, especially listening to like true crime podcasts, that like it could lead to like concussions. It can lead to brain damage, yeah, obviously, man. and like change your whole personality around. Um, I, I think that they were just trying to get to the bottom of it, whether this guy was crazy or not. Mm-hmm. And you could really see the cops kind of give him the benefit of the doubt where he's kind of like, he's like, oh, okay, like blah, 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 like, maybe this is where his daughter is, or, like, maybe we just have to find it, like, step back, let the guy speak, and, you know. They did, and I feel like after, so, the beginning me, I'm going to put myself in two parts, the beginning me was doubting everyone else, and I was full force agreeing with the man that, yes, his daughter was lost, and I, they were using his organ, her the, organ. It was actually really misleading because in Fracture, like, you know when uh, Netflix shows, like, the top picture, mm-hmm. and they're, like, just, like, sh- kind of shows what you're in for, like, in part of the movie? It was him holding his daughter with a gun. So I was, like, I was, like, okay, like, maybe Netflix ruined this for me, and, like, he has his daughter at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, okay, like, I'm really excited. Like, the whole movie I was kind of being, like, his daughter is real. His daughter is... 100% real. I feel like I we feel like wanted it. Is, I wanted his daughter We to be wanted real. his daughter like, to be we, real. We are right, though. His daughter was, was real. real. But it's in the 2.5 seconds that we saw the her. Movie, yeah, she's only alive for the beginning, and then you kind of don't see her again for the rest of the movie until you find out what actually happens. Which kind of fucked me up in the end, but it was okay. Like, I wasn't, like, too upset about it. Like, I, I thought the movie was great because, like, it kind of gave you a false hope of, like, what's to come. I don't know. I just, I thought it was great. It was great. I just wanted to know more about his previous marriage. I wanted wanted to know. Well, there was an accident. That there was an accident. Her but and her baby. I want to know if he was drunk during that accident. Drunk Is driving that during it. How he became an alcoholic. He might have, so there's really two things. Or that, he might have already been an alcoholic and that's what caused it. Because right. he, was he was in the service, right? He was in the army, in yeah. The army. He was enlisted, he was in so he has like. He has like probably PTSD. D. Um, my whole thing is also is that if he did end up killing his family, the, the, the pregnant wife, like beforehand, mm-hmm. and he was drunk, he would have been already. 
Right. So arrested. he would have been struggling, which he was in this movie. But you also have to think that, like, he might have become, he might have became a alcoholic after he died. True. After they died, because he killed his family. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. He was the post-traumatic. One that, yeah, he was the one that was driving. So. I just wish they gave some, like, I just wanted to know if it was his fault or another person's fault. And then we came on to that. They died. It almost doesn't matter, though, because the Because he, whatever he did. definitely worse. True. Like, their addiction. And also, like, for the crash, the second crash, like, Well, that's, yeah, they said that. He hits his head, but also. He killed his family. Very traumatic incident. Even without the head trauma. Because he killed his second wife after he hit his head. That is true. Because he hit he, his head. He pushed her. He was probably just really overwhelmed with everything that's happening. And it doesn't make it better. But, like, I understand. Because, like, if I was in the same role as the wife where, like, my daughter was on the ground. My, my I husband would was supposed to be watching him. Her. Wow. Um, I would probably freak out at my husband. I would probably freak out at my boy. Whoever this child's father is that's there with me or whoever was supposed to be watching her, I would freak out. There was, there was, I was actually talking about this in therapy today, mm-hmm. that, like, nobody can come between me and my child, you know, when I have Definitely. kids, obviously, but, Definitely. like, it was just one of those things that you just have to be, like, your child comes first, and when your child is lying there dead, and the person that did it is just standing up and, like, not looking at the child, you realize that something is wrong. You realize that, like, they're not checking if the child is breathing, they're not checking if it's okay, they're not bringing her to the hospital, they're not running to the car with her in his arms. You know, but he was also, you have to also put him as, he was also injured. He was knocked right. out for some point of that time before his wife came. And I so guess, he was I loopy. Even the injury, like, we, we, a lot of people learn the trauma responses are like, flight or fright. Yeah. Like, fight or flight, but like, so there's fight, but there was also, flight, I've freeze, also, fawn, so like freeze is a true. totally valid reaction. Right. But if I remember correctly. But as she's also reacting to the situation. But she wasn't really mad at him. So the first part is when she was with her next to her daughter. She was definitely yelling at him. Yeah. And then I re- think she realized that, oh my god, maybe he fell too. But she was like. She was just frantic. Co- yeah, she was, she was like cuddling like in him. In her own zone, and she was like, she's like, hello. Are you okay? Like, like what's like, going on? No, and that, then he. I don't think he did that to her. I think that was in the flashback when she was like, she's like, we have to get her to the hospital. Like, oh. but but she was already dead. Yeah. So she you was, think she was she angry? She was just in his face the entire yeah. time where he's, she's like, she's like, what did you do? Like, what did, like, why did you do this? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then and, he threw her. And then he killed her. Um. I just want... It's just a lot to process. Yeah. And then, like... It was a very stressful movie. I'm gonna give you that. It was super, super super stressful. stressful. And just to think about, like... Think about how damaged he must have been to actually have that after this happened. The fact that he didn't remember that he put his family in the trunk Trunk? already is, like... Amazing about how our minds work. Yeah, because our mind initially is just kind of like our other parent. We're like, it kind of doesn't want us to see things that we're not ready to see. That's why it blocks, like, traumatic things from our... So there's actually... I can't say my part because I don't want my family and friends to know, like... I can talk about my experiences with blocked memories. Okay. Do it! Go! (laughs) So, like, I... I mean, 
so there's I, there's a lot of shit about like blocked memories that just sounds like bullshit to people who have never experienced mm-hmm. that kind of situation. And it's like, oh, but you went to therapy and they all blocked those totally memories. And then people it. are like, I get it. People will think that no, your therapist implanted those memories. But it's like no, like I have very specific memories of like the lead up to a situation. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards. Yeah, we don't remember, like, that part. Yeah, Yeah. so, like, for my personal experience, mm-hmm. this is uh, maybe, whatever, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. Go. Um, <laughs> the the <laughs> true no, podcast. There's no last name attached to the podcast. Yeah, exactly. So, like, um, so, like being in the summer between 7th and 8th grade, I remember... My best friend's older brother being like, oh, I got the new vitamin C CD, dating myself right now. But, like, you should come to my room and we'll listen to it. Yeah. And, and then I remember afterwards, like, leaving, being in her room in a sleeping bag and just feeling the worst. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it, and it's not, like, through, like... I hate the term like woo woo or whatever science, but like you know, through it's, it wasn't through like hypnotherapy or whatever that I eventually sort of remembered what happened. Yeah, no, I. But it's like through various types of work, and like you become ready to face yeah, that. Mm-hmm. I get it, and like I don't want this in the podcast. So I'm just gonna like say it to people. Editing it out. Yeah, hey, I'm coming. <laughs> Do you want me to pause it? No, no, no it's okay. No, it's we're fine. editing. I um, okay, <laughs> I tried to kill myself after I broke up with my ex the first time. Oh, me too. <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk about suicide, me too. <laughs> I mean, he knows about it anyway. But like, I that was like one of our like first like big talks together because mm-hmm. like I just like. Because, like, I just, I cut myself really deep, and I was, and then afterwards, like, it was, like, ten minutes after where, like, I realized I didn't want to die. And mm-hmm. I, like, I called my ex, and I was, like, because we lived together at this point, I was, like, do we have bandages? Because, like, I'm fucking, like, bleeding out. And, like, it was just one of those things where I just, like, I regret it, because, like, I was really upset that she, like, pushed me to that point. But, like, I blocked it out till almost, like, a year and a half ago. I didn't remember oh. that I did it. I... I mean, but especially in situations like that, you're also going under a bunch going under a bunch of like physical stress as well, which can cause all sorts of brain chemistry things. Um, I I'm really so, excited for you guys to meet him. Before he comes, I had a blocked out memory when I was six. Well, less than six, yeah. and I didn't really remember it. And I'm not gonna say it because it's very inappropriate. Anyway, okay. whatever you. I mean, I can still edit all of this out. Um, but also, well, like whatever. Edit you out if you want to. If you don't but comfortable with us, yeah, as well, totally like, okay. I was it only took me a while to five years old, and my real mom brought a man home. Oh shit! And you don't have to, it, it, I did things, and I didn't remember it because I was just like, whoop. Yeah. But. Then, like, a four-week, yeah, four months later, four years later, Your my mom brought like, me. Hey! hey. hey. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Josh! This is Christine and Alyssa. <laughs> but yeah, We're then I went to... Brain chemistry, what's up? <laughs> to therapy. Oh, can we talk about... I'm going to jumpstart. Um, from Karen in Georgia, I learned that we have... Mirror neutrons. Do you know what those are? You mean neurons? Mirror yeah, neurons? Mi- mirror neurons. Do you know like, what those are? Yes. Okay. Victoria, do you know what those are? I think I heard an episode of it. Um, so, Karen and Georgia said that mirror neutrons are, neurons. so when, 
neurons are when we look at like a video everyone's watched those videos where like a soldier comes home from home comes back from war mm-hmm. and he goes to his dog hurt the dog and the dog goes up on the soldier sol- the soldier and you it's start crying that fires both when you watch something happening and when you perform that same thing. Yeah, you because your body experiences it and it's, it's like a human. It's basically right. an empathy neuron. I learned that today. Okay. So there's a lot going on in the brain. The brain is like hella overworked. Like, I told you, it's like, it's kind of like its own kind of parent where like it protects you from things, but it also makes you want to like. But that also only works up to a certain point, at least. <laughs> Because there's, like, certain stages where it doesn't do things anymore. Right. So, like, for people with, like, disassociative identity disorder, there's a very specific cutoff for what age you were when that thing happened. Right. Mm-hmm. made you develop it. Yeah. So, like, if somebody's claiming to have developed the idea, like, after age... I think it's like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. They're fucking lying because yeah. your brain just doesn't do that. <laughs> well, yeah. there was that lady that killed both her husband and her child and then didn't remember it at all. Right, but this isn't about not remembering. This is about like having multiple. It, it used to be called like multiple personality disorder, but now it's dissociative identity. Because that's so, totally different. Mm-hmm. Whatever. But it's like. It's better defined now as something traumatic happened to you when you were. I, think eight or younger mm-hmm. and that's what caused the personality split so if someone's saying like oh this thing happened to me when i was 13 and it caused my personality to split like that's not how that works yeah but right it's just crazy it's amazing how the brain yeah. works right in this movie i, I don't care about the rating <laughs> I just is that a ball? Can I see? Can I see? Can I see a ball? No take, only throw. (laughs) Hi. How's work? Rained a lot. Oh. Super wet. Yeah. <laughs> is that hey. the end? Are we done? Back yeah. 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 I think well, we did good. I think that was a great episode under. I mean, we had a dog come in, so. <laughs> we have a dog, so everything, unlike every other uh, podcast. Do you, want, do you want me to do your outro again? <laughs> because we usually ramble on, yeah. Yeah, sure. do it. Okay. This so. is the end. Alyssa, <laughs> take it away. Oh my goodness. Ridiculous. <laughs> so once again, thank you for listening to Review Queens. Again, I know you're probably sick of hearing this from all of the podcasts everywhere always. Please rate, review, subscribe. Subscribe. Those really do matter because all of our lives are just dictated by algorithms these days. Thank you so much and peace out. Bye. Bye. Oh my god. Yeah, it'll be really